0: Hey, everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Thanks, as always, for listening to Talking That Trash. It's been a while since Steve and I have been able to post a new episode of the podcast, just about a month, but we are back at it now. We should be posting them regularly, possibly a little bit new formula we got going with the show that's pretty exciting, and you kind of seen it before, what we've done with Michael Scott and George Costanza. Got it going this week as well With a pretty good pretty good topic I think it's a bit of a banger I don't want to give anything away So we're not going to take much time Just wanted to say thank you as always for listening to the pod Thanks for all the feedback as always And hope you enjoy this week's episode Here we go where we decisively decided and broke down with analytics who's the better all-time character between George Costanza and Michael Scott struck a chord with people so we thought we'd go with another two really beloved subjects that'll get people fired up because I know people really value and covet these two bands and it means a lot to a lot of people so today this week rather we are going to be again decisively and analytically breaking down the Creed versus Nickelback discussion, rivalry, and debate?
1: So first off, we haven't had a show in, I think, three weeks now. We yeah. haven't we haven't done a podcast in three weeks. So if you're going to come back, you want to get the crowd on their feet and you want to get the ovation going. So I can't imagine why that wouldn't happen without Hire playing in the background. So <laughs> I think for, for this, this is big because we were both... Um, old enough to understand what was going on when Creed became, for sure, the biggest band in the world. And at one point in time, Nickelback was the biggest band in the world, not long after that. So what's interesting about this and what makes this a, a debate worth having is, if you go back to 2013, Rolling Stone released... The 10 worst bands of the 90s. And there's a little bit of an add-on to that because I wouldn't have I wouldn't classify Nickelback a band of the 90s. They had their first album in the 90s. Uh, but Creed, I w- probably would. They, their, yeah, their peak power was in the 1990s at the very end of the decade. So anyway, what gives merit to this conversation is Nickelback was number two on the most hated 1990s bands. And then it's pretty easy to guess who was number one, was our guy's creed. So yeah. that's why this, uh, why this debate has merit. Because the funny thing about the conversation is even though they're hated and people always trash them, these guys moved a ton of albums and they had huge songs. So there's relevance to say like, are they hated because they're bad or are they hated because people are just kind of weird about who they used to support or they still kind of quietly support, but it's just kind of cool to say, like, oh, man, remember Creed? They sucked, and it was like, yeah, man, didn't you have all their albums?
0: I think there's a lot of revisionist history in the hatred people have of Creed and Nickelback, and it's kind of this embarrassed, self-loathing thing where, oh, yeah, those guys suck, man. I always hated those guys, and it's like, well, your entire wallpaper in your bedroom was the Creed album or something. You know what I mean? Like, tons of posters of Chad Kroger just... Shredding or Scott Stapp crooning for a crowd of like sixty thousand people, yeah, so man. it's it's incredible how hated these people were. But the people that hate them have gone on to see their shows, and I think that's well documented. Everybody said that is like it's incredible. Everybody hates Nickelback so much, but they sell out Madison Square Garden three times in three nights. You know, back in their, I wouldn't even necessarily say their prime. Like they're it's not like they were a flash in the pan three year thing people where they still
1: a, people still like them if they release an album people are gonna download the, the first single
0: well look what just happened I think this is kind of we, we we've kind of talked about this kind of sort of a little bit but Nickelback c- comes out with a a cover of Devil went down to Georgia I
1: still have everyone
0: listened. oh I listen it's hilarious yeah. everybody is talking about it and I think you could still argue because rock music is just not a popular thing right now. I think Nickelback's still a top five, one of the biggest rock bands in the world.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, especially since the roster of that is so thin.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's them and the Foo Fighters are probably the biggest rock bands in the world.
1: Well, we're going to get into this about whether or not you dislike or like Nickelback, at, and whether or not you dislike or like Creed, at one point in time, you knew the words to one of their big songs, for sure, because... Higher was a song that was played on the radio all the time. It got nauseating how much that song was played when it came out in the 90s. Nickelback, you could... I mean, I can't even really... I don't know what song I would pick lately that they've had, but how you remind me was we'll get into the biggest song, not rock song, the biggest song in the world. I was going to school at San Diego State at that time, and I had teammates from L.A., I did, did not listen to yeah. that music. That were like, hey man, those guys are pretty good. And it's like, are you basing that off that song? But like, that's you heard that. It was like almost on hip hop stations. Well, weren't so, these guys
0: like this? Isn't some you know ignorant statement? Didn't you have guys on that team who were literally affiliated with the Crips? Yes, and they liked how you. Remo- this is how you remind me by Nickelback.
1: Yeah, man. If you wanted to like mellow out, that's insane. They were all, they were all right. Like I remember driving back from a, a San Diego State football game. From Qualcomm Stadium, and flipping around at the time because that's what people did back in those days around the radio. This is how you remind me came up, and it stuck. Yeah, and I was shocked because yeah. it was like, this is not the ride I was expecting to take. And I was from the back, I was like, you know, they're from Alberta, right? <laughs> and it was one of those things where. That was just the name of the game at the time. That song was in every car, in every weight room on campus, being played out of every window, because this was what it was. So we're going to get into, is the hate justified? Yeah. And also, too, does it mean that they weren't good? Because I have my opinions on Creed. Yeah. I have my opinions on Nickelback, as I know you do, too. Oh, yeah. But I think we need to go through this because there is something to be said when people are always talking about, like, you know, like, say, use the NBA reference of, well, he's got rings and I don't want to hear anything from a guy who doesn't have rings. Yeah. The Draymond Charles Barkley argument, it's like, Creed has rings. Oh, man. Nickelback has rings. So I'm I'm kind of siding with the, the, like, I'm being a little sympathetic to the hated side here because I have hated on both bands hard, but... Creed has got a couple of chips, and so does Nickelback, because looking through the stats today, and the albums, and the numbers from tours, yeah.
0: Well, that's why we're not giving hot takes this week. Normally, we start the pod with, uh, Steve gives a hot take, I give a hot take, we shoot the shit a little bit, and then we get into it. But I feel like this whole episode might be one giant hot take. Yeah. So we have kind of a little rubric we're going to set it out with, and let's just get into it.
1: Yeah, enough of the preface. Let's let's get into
0: it. So, first question that we're going to ask and compare about the bands. I think it's a pretty obvious one, but I do think it's important to go over between Nickelback and Creed, which band is more hated?
1: Well, you got to go to the stats for this one because it's easy to look at it from what you remember. Yeah. Um, but then you got to kind of go go back. I listened to a couple of the songs today, watched a couple of the music videos that I remember like seeing for the first time and being like, "Ooh, that's." I don't know about that and but going back through it um it's tough to say because with Creed they get on the scene with My Own Prison and when that came out in 1997 I remember this very distinctly that was a very popular song people liked it no one had any idea who these guys were because this was their debut album and you got to remember like A debut album doesn't usually hit like this. No. Where you are getting serious radio play right out of the gate and you've never released a single. You've never done really small tours. Like we're not talking Nirvana with Bleach and then you have Nevermind. Yeah. Like you're talking about an album that when they first came on the scene had four number one singles My Own Prison, What's This Life For, Torn, and One. Those are big songs. Not my favorite songs, but they're big. So right out of the gate you could tell with my own prison like people were like holy smokes who are these guys totally. this is
0: big starts in with that like court is eating fish oh sounds yeah, a little man. eddie Vedder-ish. very much so
1: like it, there's some there's some track being laid on here because they're coming out of the the grunge thing totally and there's some there's some voice tones and things like totally. that but it's mic'd different the guitars are heavier It's a little bit dabbling into the thing that Creed was into, of like, oh, they're a Christian band, because there's a lot of spiritual imagery. And
0: their name is Creed. It just kind of has this like spiritual sound to it. Yeah, and that
1: got into a whole other thing. But I guess like what I would start out with your your question of um, which band is more hated? Yeah. Of the two, I'd say which band came onto the scene quicker and faster and hotter is definitely Creed. And I think that builds toward the hate.
0: Right, because I guess Nickelback had a bit more of a slow burn. They had their album with like Breathe and Leader of Men, and they they were kind of just like, oh, okay, they're a band, and then How You Remind Me came out, then all of a sudden they were the band. Then all of a sudden they became Nickelback, like this bizarre kind of bro frat house. Douchey strip zero, club band. Yeah, yeah, zero thought put into the lyrics. Just clearly Chad Kroger figured out, oh, this is how I make a song that gets a ton of spin on the radio, and then... For whatever reason, people start hating them. In my opinion, I don't know, man, who I can say is more hated. I my my opinion going into this, and I'll let you read the stats after because I think there is some evidence. I probably would have said nickelback for this reason is they have more staying power. I think they're slightly more acceptable to like, but the fact that they've been around longer and are more relevant, where like Creed, it was kind of a flash in the pan when you break it down, and there's still a punchline. So I think that could really make an argument for either because they were around in the grand scheme of things pretty briefly, but people still use Creed as a punchline. But I don't know how many say younger kids today would really know who Creed is. Whereas everyone knows who Nickelback is. So in a way that's a testament to their staying power, but everybody knows them to hate them. So I'm going to go by, uh, longevity of being hate uh easy to hate i i would have guessed nickelback if somebody asked me that question not personally how i feel i just feel in the grand scheme of things who's more hated i would probably guess nickelback
1: well what you're getting into here is they've stuck around long enough to continue to be hated yeah creed didn't and you don't want to necessarily compliment but like there's some sort of way to take this being hated thing and kind of Pat someone on the back for it. It's like, good for you sticking around for 25 years for people to hate you when Creed really just had a run of like six and and then like pop back
0: up. I think there's something fun about hating Nickelback. Like when they came out with these, just even more Nickelback and Nickelback songs, it's kind of like they were digging into knowing like, oh yeah, everyone's going to hate this other than the guys who are wearing like light acid wash jeans and a tap out shirt who's driving around in a huge truck. So pretty much Alberta. Like everyone else is going to hate this, but people are still going to listen to it and kind of laugh and shake their head and be like, God, these guys fucking suck. But it's funny. Whereas Creed, I think people are just a little bit more like, oh, those guys fucking suck. Like, I don't even want to hear that, you know?
1: Well, I think now, I don't, I wouldn't say that Creed is hated as much as they're just disregarded. Yeah. Or, or irrelevant. Because yeah. We'll get into it as we go through this, but. Um, you're getting into a conversation about Creed where it's weird behaviors and addiction and mental health. And this is funny because it's not funny, but it's, it's an interesting part of the discussion because as much as people want to thump the drum right now of like, oh, you know, mental health and we have to all band together and awareness yeah. and blah, 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 people trashed. Scott Stapp, yeah. the lead singer. Point. For years, because they were like, oh, this guy's an idiot, he's a loser, he's a drunk, he's homeless, he's got no money. And no one was like, do you think he's unwell?
0: Yeah. Do you think yeah, the guy's yeah, struggling?
1: Yeah. Do you think he should maybe have some help? And this ties into, because this still happens. Like, you see guys who are bit in the public eye, and then they come out and they're like, I don't have as much money as people thought I did. Yeah. Or I have health problems. Or I was in rehab. And there are people who might... Be when it's suitable for them doing the whole you know we, we just got nothing means more to me than mental health yeah you, you, know, you gotta take yeah. you, you gotta take care of your body and your mind and then they'll be also flipping through and laugh at it they're like Scott loser. Stapp is living in a holiday inn yeah what a nah, nerd good point good so point. there is a part of that where Nickelback didn't get into that and if they did they sure kept it quiet yeah even though I'm sure at some point it has to be mentioned that Chad Kroger did marry Avril Lavigne.
0: Power couple. Big time. So
1: power Canadian couple. So
0: My wife and I, one Halloween, went as Chad Kroger and Avril Lavigne, and I I dyed my hair blonde, and I I got the chin strap, and I got all the like 18 leather wristbands he wears, and I felt like Chad, and she looked like Avril. I don't know if we've ever been more in
1: love than that one night. Well, I'd say, to use a basketball reference, the best compliment you could ever receive as a shooter... Is when someone says, "I'm surprised when you miss." Mm. The best compliment, I think, the front man of a band could ever get is when someone dresses up for him as for Halloween. Oh man,
0: I I have some. I, I got a little bias. I'm not going to get into, it, but I I have a slight connection to Chad Kroger now, so I got I got to toe a line here. Um. So but my,
1: but, but so if my, we bring this back around, yeah yeah. I would say the mo- the more hated of the two bands right now today, yeah, is Nickelback because I don't think Creed has had enough legs to stand on over the last fifteen years for people true. to still keep a burn for them true- like you said, do high school kids know who Creed are? No way, but like rock music is not relevant the way that it used to be, really not, and there's no reason like I don't listen to The Bear because. I'm not an idiot. So it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't, I would imagine that's the only station that would play Creed. And I don't think they get played on The Bear. And The Bear was like Team Creed in 1999.
0: So those not familiar, The Bear is like the kind of, it's not classic rock. It's not specifically class rock, but it'll play a lot of classic rock, but it's kind of just your like, you know, real crunchy, distorted guitar and songs with guys just talking about kicking ass and riding their motorbike. It's a Creed
1: Nickelback station. It's a Creed
0: Nickelback station, and they don't even play Creed. That's that's a good call. But you do have that article. Um, We have some statistics and analytics. Wasn't it Rolling Stone that had this article, and it was about the most hated bands of the 90s? Which, again, I think there's a caveat there because I don't think we can... I think it's revisionist history to look back as Nickelback in this light, but I'll let you go through it.
1: So... The new Nickelback song came out, like we mentioned before. Uh, We dug around a little bit um, because, you know, the internet obviously would have an opinion on this. And Rolling Stone had their article of the top 10 most hated bands from the 1990s. Our Boys came in one and two. So the write-up that they gave this does hint at how this is a bit of, like, revisionist, you know, yeah, they were popular, but you remember how stupid people were in 2002? And it's like, well, yeah, because we all were in 2002 and probably had the album um so they just get into nickelback just people just hate and they have a quote here from the black keys drummer patrick carney who, who hates I, everyone well and also for the record has not done a new like drum idea <laughs>
0: yeah it's all he does (laughs) thank you
1: you're awesome at that pat so (laughs) um he said rock and roll is dying because people became okay with nickelback being the biggest band in the world so they became okay with the idea that the biggest rock band in the world is always going to be shit that's a pretty hardcore toss actually from a shit rock band well from a rock band that like i will say when you dig into the black keys it's an entirely different thing but like paid their dues totally like really had to work their way up then got popular and then just kind of stayed where they were at and like now they're into the producing, they don't do as much. So like there is a part of it where, like you alluded to it earlier with Chad Kroger, they identified a formula that works to stick around. Yeah. Other bands don't always do that oh. because they either get criticized for just releasing the same stuff all the time, or they just can't figure out a way to duplicate that right. album, like, you know, with, with uh with the black keys when they brought out uh, what was that album called? Brothers? Yeah, it was just a good album. It was a good
0: album. But that's when they kind of... That's when they became... I uh, hate using this word, but quote-unquote, like really mainstream. Yeah. That's when they became kind of...
1: Radio friendly. And they started becoming a little Nickelbacky. Sure. And then they went away from that. So what Nickelback has done is they identified a formula to make a song that you're right. You alluded to it earlier. Maybe people are going to roll their eyes at. Maybe people are going to be like, oh, God, these guys suck. More Damn. of this stuff. But for some reason, people keep consuming it. So, like, whatever Chad Kroger is, he's not going to be remembered, I think, as like this amazing lyricist. And he's not going to be remembered as this amazing guitar player. But I feel like he's going to be remembered as a guy that understood the landscape almost better than anybody because it's like, if these songs suck so bad, yeah. why is anybody listening to it?
0: And he's written a lot of singles for other artists. That's what too. I mean. Yeah. So, like, it's he gets easy, it.
1: He, figured out a way to continue to do this successfully. And like anybody knows with anything, the hardest part is staying power with anything. Total.
0: He might not necessarily be a great songwriter in the sense of it has zero substance to it, but he is a hitmaker, or at least in his prime, he was a big-time hitmaker. Were they They were they were number one, though, Nickelback?
1: Nickelback was number two. Okay, so Creed was so voted Creed number one. Creed was the unanimous runaway, uh, like... Duke Blue Devils top seed in the tournament thing. Wow. So, and the first two sentences in the Rolling Stone write-up was, it's no surprise that Creed won this poll because it was a fan poll. New sentence, it wasn't even close. So wow. the people that like turned on Creed that probably had their albums that for sure had Scott Stapp on their bedroom wall, the the pushback and like the, the flip on those guys was really hardcore. Um, Yeah, and some of that maybe was due to that they, you know, got too wasted at shows and put on really bad performances, or got a little bit too preachy, or got a little bit too like Jesus syndrome in the higher video when Scott Stapp (laughs) all of a sudden starts floating over the fans in greatest video in a white tank top and long Jesus hair
0: top ten music video.
1: If somebody out there hasn't seen seen the higher video, watch it like, pause this and watch it now, because it's, yeah you can see why this it's started special. to turn, pe- turn people off and turn fans off of these guys being, like, a little bit too big for their britches.
0: That's interesting, man, because, yeah, I, I, I totally, it, it's so interesting that it's such a confusing thing to think about, because one hand, I'm like, yeah, it has to be Nickelback's more hated for these reasons, but then while I'm explaining why I think that, I'm like, oh, but that means it has to be Creed, but then I explain to myself why I think it's Creed, and then I just go back to, but maybe that means Nickelback's more hated. And it's just, I don't know if there's another couple bands, at least, you know, in our era. Like, say, I know Zeppelin was a super hated band that's eventually come around to people thinking, uh, oh, man, Led Zeppelin's the greatest rock band of all time or whatever. Um, and I highly doubt that's going to happen. Like, I, I doubt in 2058 people are going to be have huge posters of Scott Stabby talking about how Creed was maybe the GOAT. Um, but I I mean, if 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 that's if those are the analytics, we're analytics sports guys. Um, there's some other stats I wanted to throw your way. Throw them. Uh, into what you said about the this is how you remind me. I I remember hearing this when I was a kid. I was in I was in grade eight when How You Remind Me came out. That song was played every seven seconds around the world on a radio station.
1: And that's actually like. That's been said multiple times. Yeah, that wasn't
0: just some guy. That was actually true. There was a stretch when it was ass peak. Every seven seconds, whether it was um, a top 40 station, a rock station, just whatever station. Um, Another couple stats that I find are interesting, because we got to break down body of work if we're going to go over this stuff. Nickelback, they have nine studio albums, 34 music videos, 44 singles. Creed has four studio albums, 18 singles, And 15 videos. So for such hated shit bands, that's a lot. Especially for how briefly Creed was around. Four studio albums is a lot, man. Like, look at the Strokes. They've been around since 01. They have five studio albums, I think. Maybe six. Creed had four and 18 singles. That's insane. And Nickelback, yeah, again, so hated. They've had 44 different times. They've had a song come out that's been on the radio and killed it. So it, it goes to show just our point, and I know it's not the most original thought. I know a lot of people have said that kind of, if they're so hated, how come they sell so many tickets and make so much money off their music? But that just makes this whole debate that much more interesting. How can you be that hated for what you do, but what you do makes you so insanely successful?
1: Well, it, like for anyone who hasn't heard it, uh, the Ongoing History of New Miz Music podcast with, with Alan Cross. The best. Very good. And he gets into this because a lot of this focuses on Canadian music. And he talks about that specifically of, I mean, Nickelback, it's such low-hanging fruit. Like, it's it's so easy to jump on and be like, those guys suck. Okay, maybe, I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, it kind of really gets into what your definition of sucking actually means. These guys tour and sell out arenas. And I know they've done, like, stadium stuff, too. Yeah. So... I know albums, because when we were digging around t- today and yesterday preparing for this, their album sales have gone down. But you can tie that to a bigger discussion of how album sales in general across the board totally. go- are go down. So you can't point to that and be like, yeah, well, yeah. hold on a sec. You know, Nickelback kind of sucks. They're not moving as many albums. That's because people aren't buying albums anymore. They buy singles. They buy the songs that they hear on the radio. They buy the songs that are released as singles. So I'm not buying that either of like, well, the album stuff isn't what it was. Okay. Are you going to buy a ticket to their show? Because you mentioned Madison Square Garden before, and I wasn't aware of that if if they did pull that off. But I am aware of at the height of what I feel like for me, when I was actually paying attention to it, of Nickelback hate had to be like 2013, 2014, when they were like touring a lot and they were putting out stuff regular. You still listen to the radio.
0: And the songs they came out with in 2014 off that album were so Nickelback, like Edge of a Revolution. Was that Rockstar? No, no, no. That was earlier. The one in 2014 had that uh, Standing on the Edge of a Revolution song, which is like this political anthem that an eighth grader who just found out what the word anarchy means would have wrote. And then there's that brutal song, She Keeps Me Up, where they do that funky little monkey, She's a Twisted Trickster, oh, no. Everybody Wants to Be the Sisters, Mr. Coca-Cola Roller Coaster. Like You know when Chad wrote that, he was like, I just calling him Chad, like he's my well, he is my guy. Yeah. Um, when he was writing that, he had to, he knew. He knew people were going to be like, this is going to piss people off and so I don't much. Care. And I don't give a fuck, because I'm going to make bank yeah. off of this
1: album. But that's my point is, I remember specifically, they came to Edmonton and did two shows in two nights. Yeah. And both shows were sold out. And this was the height of... Yeah. I hate Nickelback. They're so weak. I remember that too. I hate their music. I hate their music videos. They're so weak. And then you drove... I remember not going to either concert because... Couldn't get,
0: really con- well, couldn't get the tickets on the street. Just couldn't get... Yes.
1: Didn't get online soon enough. And that like... It was... Nuts! It was like a circus atmosphere.
0: Well, and that's easy because people will say like, "Oh, that's Edmonton, it's Alberta, it's so full of idiots." I know for a fact.
1: I know people that went to that concert. Well, and also,
0: okay, I, I it's true. I remember New York, Madison Square Garden. They have sold it out multiple times. So that's Manhattan. That's where all the smart, highbrow, liberal elitists live. And they are selling the shit out of that place.
1: Sure, Nickelback so was huge. They they were huge, and I think they're still riding that of having been huge that they can come out with a cover because maybe you don't have anything new coming down the pike, and people are into it.
0: Oh, like I listened to it, and it's bad. The devil come. Yeah, devil went down to, to Georgia to do with the shredding guitars and Chad just talking like this the whole time. It's a bad song. I listened to. I like was. I, I was about to drive somewhere and then I was like, nah, I'll wait five minutes so I could look it up on my phone. And I laughed because it's so bad, but I was like, for sure I'm going to tell people to listen to this. I I want to come back to that single and the the um, album's not selling, but I feel like that's a good segue into for each band, Nickelback and Creed, and all of this stuff, we would love to hear what you think about it too. Send us, for each of these questions, these are applicable to you too, which songs from each band do you especially hate? I'm gonna. I'll start with Creed because on. You know what? This is really fucked up. There's only one. I, I need to make this a caveat because this really sounds like we're in a passive way trying to be like, man, Creed and Nickelback were pretty sweet. But there's only one song by Creed I like. Hate. There's a ton of songs that I was like, oh, that just sucks. I don't want to listen to it. But this song I hate was "With Arms Wide Open." Mm. That song sucks so badly and i remember seeing the video and you know there's kind of a thing with like rock stars is with their fashion and stuff sometimes it's like they're just not even trying and they really downplay it and it's like that's kind of cool but he's just walking around with this like yellow rain jacket and even as like a 13 year old or whatever i was like this guy sucks and they listen to the song and it's so boring and i remember them playing it at our junior high dances for like slow dance and stuff and even the kids just kind of look around being like man this is sweet because i gotta finally dance with a girl but this sucks. So my only, my only Creed one that I hate, because I can throw in other ones that are like, whatever, it's, it's fine, it sucks. But the one I hate is With Arms
1: Wide Open. I'm not going to argue with you on that. I've, I didn't like that song when it came out and made fun of a few people that are still my friends that liked that song. I don't know how we stayed friends when they thought that shit was cool. But I'm pretty somehow- sure I
0: remember you playing this when both of your kids were born.
1: I thought about it. Thank goodness my wife pulled that out from under me. No, I think anytime anyone has a baby, I make that joke, though. Are you going to sing with arms wide open to, to your to your kid, especially if it's a son? So I agree. We've gone hard because I think, do think in order to make this argument or at least conversation worth listening to, you do have to start off with you know, not just shoveling shit on it. You do have to point out like, okay, like there is a little bit of uh, a little bit of yeah, there's a little bit of hypocrisy in this. Stuff. Totally. With arms wide open was a number one song on the Billboard Top 100. Yeah, that's like so like that doesn't just happen. So for sure, no. whatever song you're listening to right now, you know, whatever crappy song that's being played by the weekend, yeah, maybe it's number one, maybe it's not. So like. Creed found a way to do that with a song that is, like, really dislikable. And I know it's, yeah. got, it's rooted in, like, he wrote it for his son when his son was born. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Nice job, man. Good for you. It's still a really boring song. Really Sucks. a boring song. It's not, it's not enjoyable. I don't like that song either. There was a song on my own prison, and it was called What's This Life For?, I, that song. I absolutely hated that song because it was such a '90s song of like, oh man, I'm in so much pain. Oh yeah, and oh man, this is so brutal. And it's like, you know what? Then go fucking cry about it somewhere <laughs> else, man. Like, I can't listen to this for five minutes. Where, like, where you're droning on, and then there's like a guitar solo about it, and then you come back again. Oh yeah. Oh man, I, I it, still I, th- sucks. Thinking of that song makes my skin crawl. So like. Those are my two, because I don't know Creed's catalog the way that I should.
0: You don't celebrate in, the catalog the
1: way you should? In 2020, I'm not as up on Creed's hits from 2003. But those two songs, with Arms Wide Open, easiest choice of all time, are my like easiest picks of yeah. what I remember, especially in the moment, being like, God, this song sucks. Brutal.
0: Yeah. So... I uh, I have thoughts on that, but we're going to have to come back to it on the next question. Okay. For Nickelback, I'll give you my list of songs that I... I have more Nickelback songs that I kind of despise. Number one, and this isn't necessarily in an order, number one is Rockstar. I always hated that song, because there have definitely been some Nickelback songs that have come out. And in the moment, before, I, I didn't know how you kind of have to hate Nickelback. I knew people hate him, but I was like, hey, if you like him, it's fine. And there would be some that come out. I wouldn't be bragging about it, like, yeah, that song's fine. Then Rockstar came out. I was like, oh, I kind of get why people hate them now. And you got that idiot from ZZ Top in the background like, I'll have the quesadilla. Is that who that is? I think so. Oh, God. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's that guy. Well, I'm sure he
1: was available. So
0: I'm going to start with Rockstar. Edge of a revolution for the reasons I said before. It literally sounds like a 13-year-old who just heard who Kurt Cobain is for the first time and saw the anarchy logo. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll just use every cliche political a word like buzzword and i'll and i'll make them rhyme and Mm -hmm. it's just such a bad song something in your mouth (laughs) brutal song and i i this is this is something that i thought was so funny about the nickelback formula that we've talked about before there would be a song that comes out and in in the music you see it like chad's hair is kind of curled up he's got all this black on he's just doing that oh Scream in between every word and it's just this filthy song with the craziest lyrics and then the next one the next video his hair is all straight and they're all sitting down playing acoustics and he's got this really soft look in his eyes as he's like making love to the camera and it comes for another song like what are you waiting for Mm -hmm. and i fucking hated that song i have another few this afternoon that song is just so obnoxious but i will listen to it because it makes me laugh But again, it's just so, you could tell it was like, what's a song we can play for frat boys this summer? They came up with this afternoon. It's all just about like having a good time with my friends, wake up, smoke some weed, shoot some pool, crush some beers, do it again, and you have those stupid, uh, like Chad in the background yelling, um, last call, you sons of bitches, (laughs) and uh, drinks on the house. It's a pretty broed
1: out song. Uh, It's a super uh, bro song.
0: Last one I'll say is She Keeps Me Up. That is the Coca Cola roller coaster one. Yep. Which, in a way, I respected the move of them just completely leaning in on the Nickelback ish nature of Nickelback, but it's such a bad song. I refuse mm. to give them full credit for it. It's a big list. That's my list of songs I legitimately hate by Nickelback.
1: Well, I think we could fill, if you just like started the pod and just said go, you could probably fill up 20 minutes of like these are the songs i hate by nickelback and i'm not a, i'm honestly not a nickelback hater
0: per se i don't
1: think you feel i don't think you have to qualify it those I mean, are just bad songs well yeah i was gonna i was wondering if you were going to do this afternoon because that's one that jumps right out to me
0: it's a love hate but <laughs> enough hate to put I it on the have, list i
1: have no love for that song the fact i'll I listen laugh. to that song if it's on the radio because it's almost like kind hilarious. of like a, like a like a masochist type thing yeah. where it's like yeah. I want to feel this frustration. It's
0: like going on a guy's Instagram who you know is going to bother you. And yeah. you'll laugh for a second. Like, what a loser. And then by the end of it, you're like, fuck, this just pisses me off. Yeah.
1: This guy's making me upset. And like, it was my entire choice to yeah. check this out. So I was, yeah, this afternoon is a standout one to me. Um, Rockstar is, I mean, my God. Yeah, I, that, that. But again, that's easy to like pick that one out because it's it's played. It was played so much on the radio. You knew like the time that the guy was going to come in and say that quesadilla thing, Ugh. because you heard it so many times. i the quesadilla. I remember. I can't yeah, that. Edge of a Revolution is is really bad. Um, I can't really think of other ones because same type of thing. Like I can't remember the last time I actually since we I don't listen to the radio really anymore, um, and Nickelback hasn't crept into my Spotify yet. <laughs> I don't know the last time I really, uh, really heard a Nickelback song where I was like, oh, I forgot about that one.
0: Ugh, it's, can't lie, it's terrible. I got a few Nickelbacks on my playlist that I have gone out of my way to download. And actually, to your point of the masochist thing, this afternoon is on it. I tried pitching to our brother, Ben, who manages the Buckingham in Edmonton. I tried pitching to him just because I thought it would be funny for a bar to use the soundbite of Chad Kroger saying, last call, you sons of bitches, that they should just get that little bite. And when it's last call, they play that. And I pitched to him, they should have a contest where they play this afternoon on repeat for, say, like three hours yeah, and a contest of who can actually stay there. And then if they do, they play the soundbite of Drinks on the House. And it was like, oh, that's kind of funny, but really not worth it, just so you can hear a soundbite. And I was like, yeah, no, that, that was a bad business model. For I'll sure. throw
1: one more out there. And it's it was one of their bigger songs. Um, but I, I was in college at the time in 2005. I was in college, yeah, I think this was 2005 the song came out and because it was pretty well known that Nickelback was Canadian at this point. So it was like, anytime anyone, when you're in the States, anytime anyone from Canada does anything, it's like you had a, Huge. Hand, it's like you had a hand in it, you Couple know, like
0: Alberta boys
1: to it. Eh? Well, down in the States, everyone right was just like, on. Hey, did you hear that guy in Canada? Like, you know, like ran over a horse or something. It's like, no, why would I know <laughs> that? Where did it happen? would be like, Oh, it's uh, some Island. It's like, I don't live there, yeah. you know, and I'm here. So obviously yeah. I didn't hear that. Um, you ever meet Vince Carter? No, yeah. I met. I played baseball with a guy named Mike who was from Toronto. Do you know Mike? So, like, yeah, anyone who's gone anywhere as Canadian knows this. Yeah. When Photograph came out, it was such a like paint by numbers, <laughs> like ABC's song, where it was just like, I'm gonna take this word, <laughs> and I'm just going to find the word that it rhymes with, and I'm going to make a coherent sentence. I'm just going to go from there. When I first heard it, I was like, that can't be real. Like, I thought it was like a Weird Al song, where like, oh, someone real, was like pair, like parodying the Nickelback guys, because it was so much, and that song was huge. So, like, every time that came on the radio, I had teammates would be like, Steve, and I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> like, it's your song. So... It, yeah like look at this photograph every time I do it makes me laugh. It's a good lyric, holy smokes it's so a good lyric I'm not necessarily gonna go all the way in then I hate that song but that song does stir up emotion in me. That's very specific to being like 22 in college
0: that that song stirs up a whole lot of emotion in me and I think this is the perfect segue. Sure into same thing each band which songs do you like and are you ashamed? Now I'm going to lead this off. Yeah, go ahead. By first saying, I feel no shame in this. Photograph is my favorite Nickelback song. Why? Here, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to go into why. So,
0: when I that came out, I think 06 because it, I graduated high school 0506. I was graduating high school and Photograph came out like a month and a half before. I hated my high school. I went to Scona. If you're listening to this from Edmonton, Scona sucks. And if you went there, you probably sucked. No, I'm just, well, not really. A lot of people sucked. A lot of good people there. That was kind of a joke, but it's not even like I loved high school. Um, and all of my my uh, friends I grew up with went to a different one. But of course it's like this coming of age thing. And it's just like in your own little dramatic teenage mind, because it's all about like yeah. missing your home and it's over now. And I'm kind of like, Hey man, Chad gets it. And this was absolutely before, I think Nickelback was fully hated and before yep. you had to hate them. So I don't think there was anything wrong. I was kind of like, yeah, man, this, song, this song's deep. This song has depth. And in my 17-year-old mind, I, it, it just, I thought it was a good song. And um, I look back to it now, and I kind of laugh, because everything you said is true about it. But but I listen to it now, and I'm like, it still kind of brings that nostalgia out That's, of me. Yeah, I get and that. And I don't hate the song. I All and right. no, I'm not ashamed of it.
1: That's fine. I'll give you that. I'm I'm I mean I get it. Like there are songs when you they they are a part of your life in certain points. I was I think yeah, I was out of high school at this point. No, I wasn't. But when Good Riddance came out by, by Green Day. Okay. That was everyone's grad song. Oh totally. Everyone's grad song. That's what it was written for. Oh yeah. And I yeah, don't yeah. feel that way about that. No, I also don't feel about Green Day the way I feel about Nickelback. It's, I hope not. Yeah. It's like ruse chris and burger king but like it's a totally different thing um but i'll give you that i mean there's a, there's yeah times of your life and like emotions that come with it that totally completely it's sad. form yeah. how you view the song because the song can be
0: shit it's a little sad that nickelback is is the band that
1: eh, wrong place wrong time um what else you got
0: i got and i will say this because i think it's appropriate that I ask, are you ashamed? And I think I'm going to be honest with how I feel, but I also am going to say with some of these, it's all bullying kind of because it's the peer pressure and it leads back to our question of why they're so hated. So even for a guy like me, who's a bit of a Nickelback apologist almost, and probably a Creed apologist to a certain degree, so much of the stuff I say right off the back, even if I don't like the song, but I'm really quick to like fuck the song rules, because I just don't want to be called an idiot. I don't want to be labeled the same way People think of someone if they're like, oh, man, my favorite show is The Big Bang Theory. It's so smart. And we're like, oh, this guy's dumb. Like That's what I assume if I was to say I like any of these songs. The other songs I will say I don't – I or I like, yeah. Anywhere from I Don't Mind to I Like by Nickelback, Breathe, and Leader of Men. Yeah, There's a little bit of context there of I don't know how much I think those songs really rock now, but – back then i heard those and i was like oh these songs are sweet and even then i was kind of like nickelback still had a bit of a douchey vibe not as hated as they are now or were in their prime of hatred but i remember kind of being like man why don't they make music like this anymore this stuff's actually pretty good um how you remind me is okay i remember even in grade eight not trying to be a contrarian i was just like i was more into like the pop punk stuff like green day and blink 182 so i was kind of like yeah this is a little boring, and this one is probably one I should be ashamed of considering today's, for the better cultural landscape, Animals. Uh, that song rules. I'm sorry. It's song kind of rocks. It's got a mean riff. It's kind of a tough song. The, the content in it, yeah, it's maybe not the best, maybe not the most PC, and that is definitely Chad being Chad with the just scream and yelling, insanely yeah. distorted guitar. You can't even tell what the note is, but it sounded kind of good. And so that'll be mine. Photograph, top five song of all time. Breathe. I'm I'm kidding about that. Breathe, Leader of Men, How You Remind Me, Kinda, and Animals. Those are the five I'll say I like with varying degrees of shame.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah, What are your
0: Nickelback songs?
1: Well, I'd definitely say that uh, I'd have Animals on there too, because when that song came out, I was like, it kind of catches you right away. Oh, yeah. It's got a real good riff right away. The drums are mic'd real well, so it's real heavy. Um, for sure, Chad's hair was curly when he recorded that Super, one. Super.
0: Just a fro. Yeah, so you know he came to play. And time and place, because we were also both in age. That was my first year, because you in, in, in uh, Canada, you can be younger to go to the bar, So this is like after I graduated high school, I turned 18, and animals was out, and you think, like, yeah, we are just a bunch of animals. We're out there causing trouble. And, like, you'd be pre-drinking and stuff. For sure animals would come up. No one would bat an eye. People would be like, oh, hell yeah.
1: Yeah, mom and dad drop you off at the bar. Yeah, Yeah, on our way.
0: My my dad drives me to the bar. I'm listening to animals. In a van. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) So I'll throw that in there, too. I'd say leader of men and breathe, um, because if I'm not mistaken, when those came out, That was their first album. It
0: was like Silver Side Up or something? Something like that. And they were still kind of... Or The
1: State, maybe? I think it was Silver Side Up. One of those two. But that was when they were still making their name. Mm -hmm. So there was something to be said for that of like, okay, new guys. They were from Alberta. So there was a bit of the, this is cool that guys from in this area of the the country are, are making a dent. And then, I mean, yeah. How you remind me if I hear it, because I hear it so rarely, I'll listen to it. And same type of thing. I was in California when that song came out, and there was a bit of a, before it got played to death, which isn't on them, there was a bit of pride from there. I was like, this is cool, man. The guys from our area of, of the world are the biggest, most listened to rock band anywhere right now. So I, I, I kind of feel okay about that song just based off that memory that this when those guys like really officially arrived. And uh, hit a walk off homer with a with a song like that. Yeah. Um, this is one song, and I don't even know why. Because I, pre- I bet if I listened to it right now, I'd be like, "Oh, I don't actually feel that way." But I remember liking it when it came out because it also wasn't a big release. It was uh, "Learn the Hard Way"?
0: Oh yeah, I remember that was your jam. I liked that song.
1: Not a bad song. Yeah, it, yeah. It came out during a time when like Nickelback was just out of the how you remind me thing. So Mm -hmm. they like you were kinda wondering if they were gonna be like these ballad guys with a little bit of harder harder guitars. Yeah. But then they still made a song where it was like, We could kick your ass. And it's like, well, I don't know if that's true, but this is a cool song. Um and it was also on the soundtrack of maybe the greatest superhero movie of all time, Daredevil starring, (laughs) starring Ben Affleck. So yeah, that, oh, that was the best part of that movie. When I saw it, I was like, well, at least the Nickelback song was cool for 20 seconds.
0: Uh, I can't believe, speaking about songs, where they talk about kicking ass, what's their song? It's their funniest song where it's like, there's been a fight, he's drunk again. And he says, oh, kicking your ass would be a pleasure. That is their funniest song.
1: It's We have a good friend, um, Spence. Spencer Dorwood. And I think if... I think when they bury him they're going to play that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he um, is
0: a Nickelback, forget apologist, just fanboy. He's a
1: Nickelback like in tears guy. Oh, he was He's front for sure row. crying
0: when Devil Went Down to Georgia came out. He told the kids like this is daddy time and just played it on loop for 45 minutes. What the hell is that song called? I didn't even think of that, but we're talking about so much of the thing Never in- Again. Never Again. Oh, that song is... Hel- I, I can't even say I hate I that song. I can't say it because
1: it's so funny. It's
0: such a bad song. Like, as a song, it's terrible. But if that comes on there, I would download that just because I laugh at it every time. <laughs> it is such a shitty song. But when he- uh, Chad starts going off on like, haven't you heard Don't Hit a Lady kicking your ass It's so good.
1: It's, Love it. It's pretty funny. Let's right, talk about yeah. the
0: Creed ones. Which ones do you like by Creed?
1: Okay. um, Well, for Creed, I... I'm I'm just the way I remember this, I did not like hire that much. Completely I, disagree with you on that. Well, I love no, that hold song. Hold on. Because I I didn't hate it. Yeah. But when people were like this might be the best song ever. That was me they, saying you know, that's that. That's what I mean. Because I I same type of thing. Like my friends at the time were like very much into the whole like this is just amazing. And again, same type of thing as like we talked about with the animals. It has a great start. It kind of sucks you in. It's got a good heavy riff at the beginning. It's a good intro. Yeah, it's a really good intro song. He's just kind of too much after a while. Oh, it's, ins- it's yeah, he Scott step is insane. It's way too much. So, but I will say that like I do like Higher. I do like it, which okay. again kind of ties back to the beginning of our of our conversation. That song was so huge, and like to never have it mentioned. When there's so many songs that were just like, "Oh, that's a nice song." It's a good song. It's like a, it's like a, and that stuff gets play, but like
0: higher doesn't get play. It's like a collective soul song. That's harder for me. Yeah, you know, a good call. I remember being younger and hearing that on the radio and being like, "Yes, I loved the intro." Turn that shit up, yeah. And I remember seeing Eve's mistake at the McNally Gym. Where they played a cover of, uh, of Hire. Higher. Higher, and I thought, I was like, these guys have made it. These guys are cultural well, icons. F- fun
1: fact about that, because Eve's mistake was a couple of my friends and our younger brother, my younger brother, Ben. <laughs> I was actually a part of that until I just like. You backed out? I backed out because it meant I was going to have to like miss shooting and like basketball stuff and i was like yeah i'm not gonna be playing drums i was playing drums oh what
0: could have been so
1: we would go to mcnally and we would like rehearse and play higher so like i've played higher on the drums a million times
0: imagine the alternate universe if you believe in that sort of thing that there is for sure one where you stuck it out with eve's mistake and you realize you're like you know what this basketball thing's bullshit and you guys are celebrating you're like 25th anniversary tour right now. Well,
1: there's an alternate universe where I'm in Alter Bridge. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Where I'm the drummer for, I'm the alternate drummer for Alter Bridge on tour.
0: You have a soul patch right now and like a pointy chin strap beard and you're just wearing this like crazy mesh tank top right now and leather pants and you're just beating the shit out of some drum set playing higher. Really
1: sharp boots. Yeah. Yeah, sharp-toed boots. Oh, um, man.
0: I'm disappointed you gave up on that.
1: Yeah, I, I probably threw in the towel too you made quickly. the wrong decision, I clearly. Did make, I did make the wrong decision. So
0: We both agree on Hire. I'll say that. I Higher's think Hire is a good song. A couple ones that I,
1: I, I listened to, one that I remember liking that didn't get a lot of play, and it's, it's okay, but I'll throw it on the other side of I do like it, of What If... It's okay. That's a decent song. Yeah, it's yeah. got a really good beginning again. The yeah. riff is heavy. Scott Stapp kind of overdoes it by the end. So you're Naturally. like, yeah, I'm good. It's like Naturally. a five, five and a half minute song where it's like, it probably should have been three. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was a huge song and we haven't mentioned it yet because again, same type of thing. And it was like, they're really their last swing at it was my sacrifice. You loved that
0: song. And I like that song a lot, but I remember that was, I remember I, I, I
1: did like it. Um, Nothing wrong
0: with that. That's a good song.
1: That's probably the one. And like, That is another one where, again, you go back to like people have short term memories because everyone loved that song. It made people either fired up, it made people emotional. Totally. It was one of those things where it's like, this is me. I Sacrifice everything. It's like a guy who wakes up at 11 o'clock and skipped all his classes (laughs) that morning. I had a roommate that was like that. I was like, oh, this song speaks to me. And it's like, didn't you have class for the last (laughs) two days? And you're just flunking out. So, um, that one. It's a good song. And I did like Torn. I liked the beginning of it. I'm it's, pretty indifferent on that one. I liked it. It was That was the first off their first album. I didn't really go for my own prison. It was good, but I was like, eh, it's whatever. I didn't really like one because it was just too stupid. And then when I heard Torn, I was like, this is a little bit cooler. The guitar sounded different. Yeah. Like it's really quiet when it begins and it's kind of slow and a little bit of... You don't really know where it's going to go. And then it gets heavy quick. And I, I liked that. It was different than what I'd heard at the time. Yeah, fair. So I'd throw those guys in there. What if My Sacrifice and Torn, um, and maybe My Sacrifice would be the one where I'm like, eh, I'm a little sheepish on admitting really? like how much I liked it.
0: Yeah, are you, so yeah, Are You Ashamed, that's the one?
1: No, because I'm also at the point where it's like, I'm 37. Like, If someone yeah. was just like, what do you like that song? It's like, because I'm an adult and I like yeah. music. Like, Good shut point. up. Like Good it's, point. it's really... I, be, I was listening to a little shuffle that I had on Spotify the other day, and like Bad Romance came on by Lady Gaga, and I was like, I like this song. I heard it in yeah. warm-ups in Germany one time, and it got me super jacked. I don't know why. And I listened to it with the kids, and I was like, this song's great. And if someone was like, well, it's kind of lame, and you're gay for liking yeah. it, it's like, yeah, well, you're an idiot.
0: Yeah, true. So, like... I think yeah. guilty pleasure is an overrated thing. If you like something, you should just like it. Well, you get Obviously, to a point like, you just reason.
1: don't care. Like, who cares? I kind of still do.
0: I I, I wish yeah, I didn't, care. but I'm still a little sheepish. Because I agree, I like higher. A little, little embarrassed. I like my sacrifice. I like my own prison. And you're going to hate this. I like What's This Life For? Oh, God. It's a good song.
1: It's terrible. It's a good song. Oh,
0: Scott Stapp's he greated, whines
1: he, so much in but that. But, I mean,
0: that's what that whole era was. The whole decade of the 90s was talking about how much stuff sucks and how hard everything is. Oh, loved it. Oh, it's, it's just so great. A great.
1: But Scott was at the end of that, and that's what I— one of the things I think that people started to get sick of, why Creed got thrown into a category that they maybe necessarily didn't deserve entirely. Yeah. They earned a lot of it, but there was some of it where it was like, you're getting to the end of the decade. People want new stuff. And they're kind of still caught in that, like, well, we're we're not Christian rock, but we are using a lot of spiritual stuff. Right. We're not grunge, but we do kind of self-loathe a little bit. Well, that is
0: self-low. Yeah.
1: And like I think people at a certain point were just like, all right, enough. Like, if you guys hate it so much, get another job. And there was there was some of that. Like where people eventually just got tired of like. The biggest rock stars can't be such wimps. Like, they can't all be like, I don't want to tour, and I'm doing heroin. And they it's all like, are, though. Don't tell me what to do. And yeah. it's like, then oh. get another job. Yeah, rock stars really do suck. I'll,
0: like, whenever you read a Rolling Stone article where they spend, like, I spent a week with this band in and interviewed him, and it's like, what a bunch of entitled douchebags.
1: a bunch of wimps. Like, I know, It's man. like, oh, man, this this is the worst problem ever. People like my music. Yeah. Yeah, i making that, it. That must just up. be awful.
0: So what's interesting here is we both said Nickelback has more hateable songs, but we also listed more Nickelback songs that we both like. That's awful. But that but that does have to do with longevity. Nickelback still on the saddle. Creed, they're a relic. I uh,
1: oh yeah, Creed's been out to pasture.
0: Let's actually save this next question till the end. Here's okay. I don't know if you 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 did this, but what would you compare the band to? So do you think there's like an applicable analogy, say like a show, a movie, a sports team, other band? What would you compare? I got a a good one actually. Do you? Okay, let's hear it. Because I I got I got one for both, but let's hear yours.
1: I'd compare Creed to Pirates of the Caribbean. Fantastic first movie and just shit. Wow. For the rest. And everyone's just like, let's bring Creed back. And it's like, why? Why bring Creed back? They're brutal. I w- Here's why I was thinking about this today. Pirates of the Caribbean I watched with the kids. First movie is fantastic. It's really good. It's totally. funny. It's kind of like just piratey enough that the kids are like, why do they talk like that? That's yeah. so neat. And like, yeah. there's all this cool stuff about being a roll. bit of an outlaw.
0: Yeah.
1: We watched like 10 minutes of the next one. I was like, this is shit. It's terrible. Yeah, I can't watch this yeah. again. And I remember being in the theater and being like in the first 10 minutes, this movie sucks. It's brutal. They didn't do any of the things that made it fun in the first place. So I guess my point is, it's a good example of something that's like, should have just stayed where it should have stayed. And it probably would have just, if we would even just kept that's rehashing strong. it, as opposed to like, this is just not going to sustain itself. And yet for some reason, they've made like six other ones.
0: That's strong. That's that's way better than my Creed analogy. That that one's great. Oh, thanks. I went with. I uh happy with that one. Mine is more just myself, but where it completely falls apart is the public view of it because I I honestly think Creed is kind of in a league of its own in this. But that's that's really good because I, mine for me it makes me think of Friends. Where when I think of Friends, it makes me cringe. I think because I, mm. I think of the latter years and it just sucked. So much that it just makes me roll my eyes. And I think a lot of people view that. But then I look back and I'm like, man, especially earlier, Friends was pretty awesome. I'm not gonna say Creed was pretty great when they started, but they had some they they had some were songs huge. that kick. And understandably they uh they were huge. But then I look back on it with really a sour taste in my mouth and kind of have to think like, okay, there there was some good stuff in there amongst the shit. But I would Pirates of the Caribbean, that's a really, really strong one. I don't know if either of those, that franchise or Friends has any kind of hatred that's even close to what Creed would have. But just in terms of the quality, that's really good.
1: Because you would have thought after the first Pirates movie, and maybe I'm wrong on this because I know there's people that like it and there's enough money that was made that they kept making them. Yeah. But you would have thought after that first Pirates movie when everyone was like, they're never going to be able to make a great movie out of a a five-minute ride at Disneyland with no dialogue. And they made this great movie that was the biggest movie of that summer. And then all of a sudden it was like, holy smokes, like this is gonna be like a huge new franchise. And it was, but the franchise sucked. So with Creed, it was like, wow, these guys are the biggest band in the world. They've made an album that is selling 11 million copies. They're played on the radio all the time. These guys are gonna be around for the next 20 years. Yeah. And they weren't because they sucked. So it's like, I think it was one of those things where, I I don't know, I was thinking about it this morning, kind of like the parallel. Um, that's strong. I yeah, was thinking
0: about it this afternoon.
1: So, who would you? Yeah, <laughs> I, who would you? I I don't know what I would say to Nickelback because, like,
0: I like my Nickelback. I think go it's with it. I'll,
1: you you go with yours
0: from Nickelback, specifically from ninety eight to two thousand ten, the San Antonio Spurs. Wow, <laughs> that's why because of the
1: discipline and attention to detail
0: because they have a system, <laughs> a system that works. And I hated the Spurs. People, if you like the Spurs, you love the Spurs. If you hated them, you hated them. But every year, they were super relevant, they just, you couldn't stop hearing about them, in the sense mm-hmm. of they'd always be in the we- the conference finals or the finals. And it was like, enough. I'm so tired of watching the goddamn Spurs. And I feel a lot of people would feel that way in Nickelback. Like, I hate this band so much. I'm tired of them. Like, I do not want to hear them anymore. Oh, great. Their new album is going to be number one on the Billboard Top 200 for mm-hmm. eight weeks now.
1: I like that. That's good.
0: Yeah. I was pretty happy. That's okay. So I think those are the ones to go. Creed is the equivalent of Pirates of the Caribbean Nickelback. Is the equivalent of oh, the, the San Antonio, Antonio Spurs. Spurs.
1: So like the revered franchise <laughs> yes. of like, at one point in time, everyone in the NBA wanted to emulate. That's nickel. That's why I said
0: 98 till 2010, because I feel like, especially like guys like me, as you get older and more mature, like, ah, oh, I just got to, by the time, like when they beat the Heat in the finals, it was like, A, the Heat were so hateable too. And it's like, we kind of just have to appreciate that they're playing good basketball. And I'm at a part, well, like, hey, I just, just got to appreciate, appreciate that they make good
1: music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. All right.
0: We only have another few questions. won't be that much uh, longer. Here, here's one. So it's your... your this is again, for everybody. If you, you want to give feedback, your, your dream scenario happens of your band is signed to a recording contract. Huge recording contract. You get full creative control. It's going to be your songs, but there's one caveat. The only way this is getting done is that either Chad Kroger or Scott Stapp is your front man. So with that goes, like you got to hang out with this guy all the time. You're going to be oh, on the awesome. road with him. You've got to listen to him sing. He's for sure gonna give his input onto the lyrics. Who are you taking in your band?
1: Well, there's only one answer for this, I feel like. I mean, it's gotta be Kroger. Okay. Like Yeah. When you delve into Scott Stapp and his life and his solo career, it's like an amazing train wreck. Like Yeah, it's something else. He's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. His his stuff is just like we said in, in some of the other songs, it's just too much. Like for sure, you'd like. All right, get Stapp in here. Let's do. Let's do it. Yeah. A week in, you'd be like, you'd be rolling your eyes on stage for sure. Like, oh god, this shit again. This guy's just too much all the time. He's too much. So, yeah. I feel like with Kroger because by all accounts, it sounds like he's supposed to be a pretty nice guy.
0: Is he? I don't know.
1: By all accounts, he's supposed to be like, all right. He's one
0: of my heroes, but sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes, right? Because you're just afraid he's gonna let you down.
1: If I'm touring with Chad Kroger, I'm I'm doing the like, hey man you're paying for dinner, right? You're, gra- you're <laughs> grabbing that tab too, right? When we got the
0: Alberta thing with Kroger, that's what it was for me. Like For sure, he and I could talk shit about like, oh, just love ripping to the liquor store and buying a 12 of Pilly. And like, we could talk about the Oilers and the yeah. Flames. I can and believe this?
1: We, Oilers we, lost already? Yeah. Brutal. We could yeah, talk just, about why
0: yeah. the NDP and Justin Trudeau have ruined both of our lives. And like we could just Alberta out with each other. So I agree. I definitely there's, go There's chat. only
1: one answer. Scott, in reading everything the last couple days... You're just yeah, like, you're thick. exhausted by reading about him. I can only imagine what it would be like to be like, oh God, I got to be on the road six I'm gonna months. I'm going to be on a bus with this guy for six months. Six months on a bus with this dude? Like, this uh, messiah, like yeah, floating above me in a white <laughs> tank. Like,
0: I day love how in the 90s that was the mandatory frontman look, because you had to wear a tank top. Everyone point. had a tank top. At some point. Yeah. Here's a similar question in a way. In their prime, so not today. In their prime, when they're at their biggest, you have to go see one of them live. You don't have a choice. You can't sit either out. Which one would you rather go see?
1: Uh, I'm going Nickelback. Yeah, I would too because they have more. So much I of like. Creed stuff is just boring. Yeah, I feel it would just
0: be like a little too pompous and a little too them trying to make it like this spiritual awakening there isn't a
1: song that nickelback would play that i would hate more than with arms wide open exactly when arms wide open would come on and like i'd hate the song but i would also hate all the people probably in the arena be like this makes me so emotional i'd I'd be be like yeah i think i want to kick you down the stairs Yeah, if i saw
0: someone crying i'd start throwing fists for sure and get kicked
1: out yeah i'd throw something nice we both go nickelback yeah i'd say nickelback
0: all right, here's the last one I think, and it, this can kind of be multiple questions in one. Who is the worst band between the two? And by virtue of who's the worst band, therefore, who is the better band? So, giving them a knock, but also maybe giving them a little credit, and is the hate justified? Um,
1: I think Nickelback is as dumb as this sounds. I I really feel like they're a band that's like just. Um, people love to hate them. Yeah. I don't feel like there's any real reason that people should hate them as much as they do outside of it's like, okay, like you don't like their music, but like we've already been over a bunch of times, if they don't like the music, then it'll fade away and people won't pay attention anymore. Yeah. That's exactly what happened with Creed. With them, though, what I struggle with is why, if they were such a big deal did was there such a hardcore turn on them and for what you're asking of uh you know is the hate justified i don't know i mean especially now that time has passed and you look back on it and reading through some things they definitely didn't handle celebrity well which they're not the first or last to to ever do that but they sold a ton of albums and they sold out a not a you know longevity thing but you know during their peak of popularity they had a lot of a lot of great numbers for for concerts and things like that so you kind of wonder like well you know people hate them i i don't really get it yeah if the if the music wasn't good then okay but like you're also talking about like you're not talking about like a mediocre band at the time like you're not talking about like an in the middle group where it was like god why do we go for that yeah you're talking about a band that was like the band and so, kind it of
0: defined an era in some ways. you think of the late 90s A you think short of Creed era a little bit. But you
1: know? yeah, I mean if you not if you're talking about that like coming out of the 90s and moving into the 2000s and what music was looking like, like these guys were a huge part of it. So believe me when I say this I don't I don't own any Creed albums. I'm not a Creed sympathizer. but like when I look back on it and I think I think back up to high school when Creed was popular, I don't get why people would have such a hate on for them because yeah. there's a lot more people that, so, that were into them that weren't. And I'd probably say the same for Nickelback. They found a way to stick around for a long time and make it work. There's something to be said for that. Yeah, Same type of thing. I don't own a Nickelback album. I'm not super into their music. But when someone told me the other day, Nickelback has a new song, I was really surprised. I had no idea they were still doing that. Yeah. So someone wants that. Someone's asking for it, and then it it to come out and everyone be like, "Oh, this sucks." And it's like, "But did you listen to it? Yeah. Did you pay for it? Like totally." I guess it just kind of gets into your definition of like, what does success actually mean, and what does it mean to sustain that success? Because Nickelback found a way to sustain it. Creed found a way, even though their light burnt out quicker. Than they probably would have liked, they found a way to be as relevant as anyone's been for that short period of time as any band. Like 11 yeah. million albums. That's That's insane. For human clay and people. And then you look at the reviews of the albums, like, well, it's a shit album. And it's like, well, you know, it's just him doing all his weird, stupid, like over the top stuff. And it's like, and yet 11 million people bought it. That's 11
0: million this, people. It's crazy. And insane. I'm, and I'm
1: not saying that numbers equal good. No, no, no. But no. there is something to be said when people get into like the using the NBA thing again, where it's like when you talk about rings and how that's just supposed to like exempt you from certain standards and conversations. It's like, hey, man, you can't sit at my table. Creed had a table, like a big table that people couldn't sit at and still can't sit at. Those are good points, man. So, that's those are really good, good
0: points. I feel. With mine, that what what I love about it is like Creed and Nickelback brings up this like philosophical like makes me wonder. These are the issues in society, (laughs) exactly. Exactly, I know. Um, I would say that there's interesting aspects to it because I don't know if there's a Nickelback without Creed. I don't know if that's a credit to Creed or a detriment to them, because it kind of works that way with everyone. I don't think there would be a Creed without Nirvana and Pearl Jam. So in a way, those beloved bands, you could almost blame them for Creed, and you could kind of blame Creed for Nickelback, and then you'd say, well, without Nirvana, there wouldn't be Nickelback. So exactly what are we talking about here? Um, I think, obviously, Nickelback's had more staying power, like you said, and I think a lot yeah, has to be close. said for that though. But the, if they were really as hated as they are, they wouldn't be a thing. No. Tons of bands are hated in the sense of, "Oh, this sucks." And then it's like, yeah. "Oh, well, it sucks so much we can't keep making the music." Go away. Exactly. Yeah, very much so. They I think the hate towards Nickelback is a lot more fake than it is towards Creed. I think Creed was kind of the embodiment of that late 90s early 2000s going on to the new metal thing, and they were very much a stereotype of that. I think the worst band is Creed, but I'm not saying Nickelback's a good band when I say they're better. It's just longevity, everything we said, but I don't think you can argue with it. I would say I probably like Higher more than I like any Nickelback song. And I am embarrassed to say what I just said out loud, that this is even a conversation I'm having. Yep. Um, I will say I have no Creed songs download on my phone out of sheer embarrassment because of the hatred and vitriol that ghostworm. I do have Nickelback songs. I do think the hatred is what it is. People, we're lunatics, we're hyenas. We love to hate things, especially when they're successful. I don't think it's warranted, especially the older I get. I think they that Scott Stapps, And Chad Kroger both, in a way, I hate saying they're victims. They're not victims, but when you look at what happened with Cobain and how he was the voice of a generation and the voice for angst and kind of anger and stuff, and then there was this little period going in between, and it's almost like Scott Stapps, in a way, was kind of supposed to be the new guy because his lyrics are so angsty and so angry, and people are like, wait, no, 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 no. Like We have this guy who we love and now we got the singer fucking Creed is supposed to be a guy, and I think a lot of people really resented them for that. And that kind of hatred carried over. And there's to a lesser extent, but still somewhat there is some of that to Nickelback and Chad Kroger. So I don't think the hatred is justified. I I think Creed is a worse band because they had more shitty songs, but I think their good songs really kicked. Um And I guess by virtue of them being a worse band, Nickelback has to be a better band.
1: Yeah, I I think that I'd I'd agree with that.
0: I think we've solved the decades-old debate. This is something Aristotle and Socrates would be talking about today if they were still around in their hot baths in Greece. Um,
1: Yeah, I don't think they would have anything else to talk about.
0: These are the important discussions that we talk about on Talking That Trash. We'll be back at doing this a lot more regularly now. I think we'll have some more fun breakdowns and stuff in the future. Anything else for you, Steve-O? No, I don't think so. Um, I'm just going to go home and listen to some Nickelback right now and some Creed.
1: I think I'm going to go home On those home vinyl and albums to... you
0: pretend you don't have.
1: Yeah. I'm going to dig through my collection and put on Dark Horse. Uh, Amen. Amen. <laughs> in
0: all time it's an that's the abbey road of our generation that's what i always say
1: yeah it's just yeah, i i know you say that a lot but um no nah, you know what i think uh it's it's an interesting conversation to have of uh the real uh recency bias of um these guys were huge at one point in time and just because time passes doesn't mean they weren't huge yeah um some of it maybe doesn't age great like when we look Back to what the top songs were when Creed really hit the scene. There were good songs in there, and there's songs in there that have aged way better than any Creed song. Yeah. That wasn't hitting the heights at the time that Creed was, yeah. which is interesting. You know, like yeah. there are songs in there, and you know, I'll just pick from a like a pile. Like OK Computer was an album that came out in 1997. People love okay computer yeah it was like a revolutionary album when it came out it has like karma police is still a song that people really like as a mainstream song even other songs like if you get into you know who the big rock bands were at the time like uh third eye blind semi-charmed life is still something it's played all the it's time song. yeah and even when you get more into like other stuff like bittersweet symphony came out that year that's a song that yeah. everyone loves and yeah. still really loves and then you get into, like, Blur had Song 2. Yeah. That's still played all the time. Surprisingly good era for music. Sure. And, I mean, that was the year that the Foo Fighters released Color in the Shape, which, for my money, I, we've talked about this, is their best album. Yeah. So it wasn't like there was a lack of music, but whatever Creed was able to do at that time was able to stand above it. There's something to be said for that. There's bands that people have said, like, man, these guys rock, that don't have the body of work. That a band that everyone says sucks yeah. has in Nickelback, you it's don't crazy. have you don't have the longevity and you don't have the time spent in the industry and like oh yeah man, but and I know you like these guys but like oh yeah man the Hives rock and it's like yeah man the Hives they're like in the kiddie pool and Nickelback's yeah, like no, lounging no, no. in the hot tub it's, it's so true. Like, it's true. And, I'm, and I and I feel like we always have to keep saying this as a justification. I'm not a Nickelback guy and I'm not a Creed guy but when you go through it. And you're a little older to appreciate just how hard it is to be good at anything. Yeah. And you see these guys being the best in their industry yeah. at what they do. It's like holy smokes. Even if people hate him, you kind of got to like go like, yeah, but good for you, man. Tip of the cap. Yeah. I don't know if Scott Stapp has any money anymore, which kind of sucks. But no,
0: nah, he'll be uh, he'll be standing in my basement for the next few months. I've already uh, <laughs> tweeted at him, and we've arranged it.
1: I know Chad's got too much, probably.
0: Well, I'm, I think for our next podcast, you and I will do a pilgrimage down to Hannah, Alberta to go to the, the motherland and have a nice emotional day there. The Maybe Kroger Estate. Yeah. yeah, we can go to the Kroger Estate <laughs> and get in touch with Chad, make a few things happen. Kroger Plantation. Yeah. Sing this afternoon with each other over and over again. Yes, that was sir. fun to talk about, man. We'll uh, we'll definitely be back next week, and thank you as always for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Take care.